Do you remember when, when we trained together the during Wild Woman when I was a member and a client, I would always ask you questions. Yeah. I just all, figured you wanted a rest. No, that's what it was. <laughs> it, was it was purely to get a rest because if I ask you an A and P question, that's it. We've got 10 minutes sit down. Love it. Um, but, but by doing that, I can now reiterate and, and I've learned from what you were telling me and I can now tell the ladies who I do Wild Woman with. So yeah, it's always worth passing on that knowledge because they appreciated it. And well, I did, definitely. Welcome to Fitness Inside Out by Wild Training. I'm James Griffiths and today we have a new episode of Chat with the Coach. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe and remember we add new content every Monday. So today I've got Melissa Kassar on the show and uh, Melissa's got a really interesting insight into the Wild Training brand because she came to us as, as a customer. So she joined the Wild Training gym in 2017 and yeah, relatively quickly got into kind of all of our different services, but created a real passion for, for our aerial silks. And so, yeah, since then, Melissa's become an aerial silks instructor. She's built an amazing community of, of kind of aerialists in our Wild Training Gym members at the Wild Training Gym who all enjoy, you know, those classes and, and you know, performing the, the kind of silks practice in their own time as well. And uh, she's also, you know, ended up working with the, the wild training business as, as well, started as reception and then, yeah, pretty quickly, uh, you know, started to pretty much be in charge of the wild training brand identity and marketing our, our different parts of our businesses to, uh, to all of our different kind of customers. So, Melissa, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, rock and roll, rock and roll. So, see, I, I kind of feel like this is going to be a really interesting, you know, podcast because Wild Training's 10 years old, you know, uh, and, and right now, obviously, we're in lockdown. So, so more than ever, how we are communicating about what's happening in, in our business and, and in the wider industry and, and obviously trying to trying to communicate to our current members and, and potentially, I guess, communicate what's, what's happening, what we're doing to prospect, you know, customers as well, because... You know, obviously we've, we've you know, the, the word everybody's using is, is pivoted quite, you know, steeply uh, in, in a really short, short period of time to adapt to trends, things that we've seen that are demanded by, by people, you know, during the lockdown because of, you know, the, the corona uh, crisis. And, uh, and yeah, essentially, you know, that, that, that way that we communicate with the brand since you've come on board has really transformed, you know, and, and, and not just from, I guess, you know, the social media and the website point of view, but. I guess we've 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 better identified who our customer is, what kind of service we want to deliver to them. So so you you came to the Wild Training Gym when it literally kind of launched, and you know in my head I knew exactly what I was doing, but to everybody else it just looked really weird. And somehow you've you've taken that crazy weird idea and and managed to communicate it to people in a way that they actually understand, which was obviously yeah, a better job than I ever did myself, right? <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah, look, I mean, let's, let's start uh, at the beginning, which is mm -hmm. you walking in the door and having a gym tour with me. And somehow I actually managed to sell you a membership, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah, I think that, you know, going around the, commu the communication, sorry, of, of the marketing and things, I have a good sort of insight. Like you said, I was a member when I came here. I didn't come in for a job. I, I remember I called you up asking to come down for a tour. So I hopped in the car, two minutes later, you sort of opened the door and we had a tour. So I remember coming around, having a little look around the gym and things and thinking, this is really cool. I don't know what it is, but it's cool. And there was something that was really, you know, really appealing to me. So I used to be a member at one of these, you know, big gyms that had no 
lights it was underground pretty much like a, a dungeon um loads of machinery so like i said i came here and it was so different and your tour was really inspiring there was definitely something that appealed to me but i didn't know what so we went upstairs and i remember looking around and then i saw these silks hanging down i thought whoa you know what are these um so again it's it's the site that i came in as a member like you said you sold me a membership i was hooked on the silks um actually became one of your pt clients as well for the wild woman program too mm -hmm. so yeah i've done it all member you know member client of yours and then managed to luckily for me you guys weren't fussy and, and employed me yeah yeah your experience so, went downhill when you started working <laughs> yeah, here that right? was it uh so so yeah so that was it right and and yeah straight away i guess uh aerial silks was, was was definitely one of those kind of standout services even from when we started you know the gym because I, I just knew that i wanted to have that in the yeah. gym and uh and, and yeah, obviously, you know, we created a syllabus, right, to, to make sure that we were kind of teaching relevant skills at a relevant kind of, you know, level. And, and I guess giving people like yourself tools to then then go on and, and kind of learn mm. on their own. Because, you know, we, we now look at the silks, like, I guess most people look at like a, a treadmill in the gym. It's just something I walk over to go and use. Yeah. And most gym members don't have don't that, have right? Don't have that so, at all. And it, that's the weird thing that you're saying. There's something cool here. I have no idea exactly. how to do this stuff, yeah. right? Where are the cable machines that I used to know well? They're yeah. not here. And so. I think obviously, you know, you, you, people like yourself, you, you have that ability to take that leap of faith and go, I, I know I don't know how to do this, but I want to know. Yeah. And, and hopefully these guys, the, this team can yeah. teach me. Yeah. And, and obviously, like I say, with that, that structured approach to teaching you, realistically especially then the, the basics of what I knew about real silks kind of conditioning because it, it was more about the conditioning side of things than, than you know really incredible performance Artist style things side, that, yeah. that you know now but but even with those basic kind of foundations you're able to then go away work on mm -hmm. the silks on your own and and I guess that's where it wasn't you know even even I guess a, a fitness activity to you that was when it just became a passion. You would come to the gym because you wanted to. You wanted to hit that that move, that position that you yeah, saw on Instagram, or or you know something that you know we we've worked on as like a like a sequence or something. Uh, and that was that was my thing, right? So I I don't do anything particularly fancy on the silks, but I, I just enjoyed trying to string them all together. So, yeah, because you know I'm an idiot and I just want to stay out there for ten minutes type <laughs> thing, fall off with rubber fingers left, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, but so yeah, you you, you built you know silks uh, as as a passion. You obviously became incredibly skilled with it, and and because I guess you learned a more practical way of of you know the basics and the fundamentals and the conditioning around it, and you know looking I guess for, for advice from the, the other members of the team as well you know to have people like Andy to talk to you about uh, I think you had a hamstring issue after yeah. after hitting a certain stretch on, on the yeah. silks and, and then you can start to talk about you know balancing your body and mm -hmm. conditioning your body to, to not just be able to perform better but to avoid you know injuries and things like that pretty quickly members just wanted to train with you you know yeah, and, I didn't get it <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's how it starts, buddy. But, Didn't understand. But if you're not trying to sell it and people are trying to buy it, you're doing something Probably right, not. right? Yeah. So, so obviously, you know, through the kind of Wild Evo concept, you know, we, we're, we're able to give you access to, you know, those, those training resources to help you deliver, you know, small group training. And, and you, you did your qualification in, mm -hmm. in uh, you know, becoming a proper aerial silks instructor. Uh, and that was, you know, definitely a, a, a kind of a, a leapfrog to, to you, you know, upskilling yourself in terms of what you were able to teach in, in variety for aerial skills. So, you know, you know way more than I know about silks now. 
and uh, and obviously you start to, to put together the, the aerial subs classes and all of a sudden you know those classes thrived because mm. they had somebody behind them that was was not just very skilled at coaching it but properly passionate about it and and was a great example of what it did you know like yeah. you you came to the gym you you found something that you fell in love with and it, it transformed your fitness and your body and and you were really happy about that and then you know how to share it as well and yeah you know you're charismatic enough to get people to buy into it you know so so that was that was amazing to see those classes you know grow so well because we'd we'd worked with professional aerialists before and, and you know a lot of the stuff that i'd learned i'd learned from like a mixture of different pro- kind of pro aerialists mm-hmm. uh, again are just you know a, a completely different kind of level to to anything i'm ever going to get to but we put some of them in front of our customers and obviously while training members are are lifestyle driven they are not you know elite athletes they are they are wanting to feel good about themselves first you know they want to yeah you know look good they, they want to kind of create a lean body and, and and create the body shape they want but they're they're here for fun and, yeah. and there was something that didn't quite connect with some of the, the pro kind of aerialists yeah. with our members. Yeah, when you, when you don't make it fun, it's, it's really hard to want to stick with it because silks isn't easy. Mm. And that's the thing. If you break down what we're asking you to do, we're asking you to, you know, climb a stretchy curtain, hang upside down, take one arm off, mm. tie knots around yourself. So it can get really frustrating. Yeah. So yeah. if it's not fun you're not going to want to do yeah, it. Yeah, totally. If, if I tell somebody we're going to do an hour of pull-ups, it's not going to go down well, <laughs> no, but it's like you're, ho- you're holding onto a slippery thing trying to hold your body yeah. weight in the air until until you know those fundamentals of how to, you know, do a, a French climb, yeah. a, a Russian climb where you're using your feet to like lock onto the silk. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of coordination mm-hmm. initially while you're holding onto your body weight, freaking out yeah. you in the air and you're about so to fall much. off, right? Grip coordination, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, and, and that's where I think that, that we knew that, I guess the way that you coach was, was going to be something very special for us to, to kind of nurture, for, for more members to enjoy. And, and yeah, in the back of my mind, I kind of knew that it was probably going to go past aerials. But, uh, <laughs> but so, so that, that was, you know, your aerials. But, but I think it's really important to stress that, that you didn't come to this gym and do one thing. And I think that's something that we try to encourage from a, a very early stage of all of our members, you know, for lack of a better word, journeys into mm-hmm. wild training in that like if you want to come and lift at the gym i'm still going to send you up the silks and if you're addicted to the silks i'm still going to make you do a kickboxing class and you know if if you're literally stuck on on you know the martial arts style classes i'm going to make you come to one of our lifting classes because it isn't none of these things are what you think they are right and so you didn't just do aerials right you 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 got into you know all of our different variations of of hit style training Mm -hmm. You, you got to the lifting classes you know you're you're out in the tunnel on your own throwing together these wicked like like hit circuits but there's there's atlas stones involved and and you're (laughs) like yeah man this is like legit like really cool training yeah and and you know you're you're really active on on social media and instagram and and you know people are watching these things going i want to train like that man and i'm like exactly that's like wild training isn't about taking one system Mm -hmm. and getting really 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 good at it it's about taking some of these skills from from lots of different systems and then pushing them together and and creating these different like you know synergistic kind of workouts that are kind of almost they're like cocktails they they're, they're something that's better than the sum of its parts right yeah and uh, and i think that was where 
you know, the members that you were doing aerial silks with start to ask you questions about things like personal training. Mm-hmm. And be like, I, w- I, want to, I want to do training like that. And obviously, you know, your, your body shape was changing. And, uh, and you know, that's a, that's a big part of the job. We've got to be, I guess, aspirational to, to our clients on that. And so I, th- I think, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, the, the, the more, I guess, hit strength side of, of, of your training. Obviously, you did a lot of that kind of stuff with, with me when we were doing our, our kind of small group personal training yeah. stuff. And, you know, the wild woman systems, I guess, for me is an education for for my clients. It's not like, hey, let's go and get sweaty and try and burn some fat and tone up a little bit, which is what every single person says to me. You know, every woman wants to burn a little bit fat and tone up a little bit. And it's like, that's that's such a beige answer, right? There's magic behind it for women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so wild woman is the magic. And that's where we're like, okay, so so I'm going to train you, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to teach you how, like, like you're going to create that tone that rip yeah. that look that line yeah how you get bigger how you get smaller how you can control it you yeah. know and where potentially you need to put a ceiling on it because you can't just keep getting fitter stronger faster you know lift more because those things can move you towards potentially a more athletic shape yeah which isn't necessarily that classic feminine toned yeah. lean look that sometimes you know women want and that's where you know, it's, it's, it's a million things, isn't it? Because we're not trying to create one shape. And that's where I think, rather than me giving you a, a, a kind of a, a workout, I want to give you a system and an understanding of that system where you can go and create what you want. Because if you understand the training variables, because every single workout is exactly the same, but it's tweaked on, on the same variable. So, you know, time and attention, density, the amount of rest you have. Mm-hmm. You know, I think rest is probably the most powerful programming variable we have because it dictates everything else yeah. it detects your your intensity the amount of volume you'll handle and, and and all this kind of other stuff so you learned those systems and and i guess through through talking you know as a team about it a lot that's where we created our our pt programming maps and i think when i when i sit back and i look at wild evo so so wild evo is our instructor education platform so you guys all of the trainers they get access to this online portal which is uh you know programming education videos to back it all up so there's real continuity between what we deliver as you know personal trainers and and group exercise instructors but uh, part of that is a programming map for the different levels the different tiers of our systems and it literally is a visual map to teach you how to do or achieve yeah, different it's so goals simple, but it's, it's really for handy different to people. Have. Really yeah, good. and and I guess from my point of view, it's like like you know I've studied you know all, all sorts, and I just never had anything like that. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh well, that's that's it's that's a clear literally pathway now. yeah. I just followed the line and go. Oh, I'm 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 a skinny guy, and I want to become a little bit more athletic. And these are the correct systems and yeah. the correct order to do them in. And, and it's really helped, I think, a lot of the trainers not just deliver a great service, but explain it. And that's yeah. the thing that sometimes I see these amazing trainers and they talk like a dictionary, you know, mm-hmm. like a science dictionary. And it's yeah. just like, you know, that they don't know anything that you just said. <laughs> and it's like, there's, there's obviously, you know, you want to sound credible, but you also need to be understandable. Yeah. Otherwise your value doesn't go beyond your one hour workout. And I'm not charging people for a one hour's workout mm-hmm. when I'm doing a personal training session. I'm charging them for what well, feels like a lifetime of me dedicating myself to learning about this stuff and the ability to share that with them. You know, yeah. I'm sharing the the knowledge. What you want to take from me is a tool that you can go yeah. and use forever. You know, yeah. it's, what is it? Give a man a fish, feed him for a day, 
teach him how to fish, fish. feed him for it. a lifetime that right was it. do you remember when when we trained together the during wild woman when i was a member and a client i would always ask you questions yeah. I just all, figured you wanted a rest. No, that's what it was. <laughs> it, was it was purely to get a rest because if I ask you an A and P question, that's it. We've got ten minutes sit down. Love it. Um, but but by doing that, I can now reiterate and and I've learned from what you were telling me, and I can now tell the ladies who I do wild woman with. So, yeah, it's always worth passing on that knowledge because they appreciated it, and well, I did definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. And and again, I think that comes back to, you know, you're you're passionate about fitness. You're passionate about yeah i guess i guess being active and how it makes you feel and how it makes you look and, mm. and and that comes across and that 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 interest that you had and the fact that you know i i like to rab it on it, it sunk in right so yeah. uh and i i was talking to you know we've obviously um we we've had a few new kind of trainers join the team mm. right yeah. and they're incredible you know like like people like uh, like phil else and and you know our members are loving training with them and, and Phil will talk to me about the programming and, and, and he's a real detail-oriented guy as well. I mean, he's got an amazing background in, in kind of coaching and then being an athlete. But there's, there's, uh, there's a, I guess, a wild training language. And it's obviously, you know, how I talk about these things. And I, I use these words like density when I'm talking yeah. to you guys about programming and, uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and obviously he's brand new to it. So like, I'm sure like right now half of like, I'll have these conversations with him and I can just imagine Phil messaging like you guys and yep. going, what does, what does he mean? <laughs> so <laughs> I used mean? to do. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but I sent him like, it's just one of those things like anything else, man, it just takes time. Yeah. Right. I mean like when he, he teaches me Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and starts saying words like Harigoshi and you're like, hmm, mm-hmm. you sneeze. It's but, a Pokemon, isn't it? Hey? <laughs> it was a Pokemon. No, no. Well, I don't know. But, um, but yeah. Okay. So, so. I think we, you know, we experienced some really, really cool stuff with the Wild Woman system, and 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 now that's something you're delivering, you know, to to customers that are obviously loving the results, loving the training that they're doing with you. But I think it's safe to say that of all the kind of training styles that you've enjoyed, you know, from God everything that we do, it's the the more I suppose expressive styles of exercise that you really like. So it's the it's the capoeira, mm-hmm. it's the motion, it's yeah. the urban strength bar, and and things like kickboxing even. Because obviously we have a very freestyle way of teaching kickboxing when we're doing pad work and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Indian clubs and and obviously yeah, I mean all the the Stroop Slastic systems. I know you're loving the um, the Stroop spine that you got at home. Yeah, uh, you know, so you know even in lockdown, you you kept those those Slastics. Uh, systems that, that came out of the wild woman system because they were obviously really valuable to you right so like what is it do you think about i guess like we're saying that the more expressive and it's not just body weight training because there's there's indian clubs there there's there's definitely tools we're interacting with like the urban strength bar but they they do look more down that line of not dance and not calisthenics but it's that it's that expressive way of exercise that's the only way to say it right yeah more like freedom of movement so yeah, for me, picking up a weight, putting it up and down, it's, it's got its purpose and everything, but for me, it doesn't feel like I'm actually moving my body the way it wants to move. Mm-hmm. So is is one of my favorites. It's the bounciness, the elasticity to the muscle. Um, so that's ups my flexibility massively. Um, so for me, yeah, it's just having the freedom of movement in multi-directions and, and the variety. So if I train, you know, doing one or two things, I'm going to get bored mm-hmm. really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's the variety and, and the you know movement direction that yeah. i love the fluidity no totally yeah yeah and i think that's it i mean the wild values right and this mm. is this is something we've put together right it's like make it fun keep it effective include everyone yeah. and 
all these systems can include everyone and because we're addicted to creating new programming for ourselves that that new programming filters down to our to our clients so it keeps it effective yeah and it's always fun because otherwise why would we do it exactly like we love our jobs right it's like you can't hide that if we try it so (laughs) so so that's always going to come across and i think that's that's definitely where uh, it's very easy to show people how much fun they can have with a fit body and how easy it is to get a fit body if you enjoy the training right like we always said we talk you know if if you want to look really good in your body and i guess enjoy your training then doing exercise that feels ugly is probably like it's gonna be hard like if if you're if you're sat there in pain you know grinding it out it's only so long that's probably going to be enjoyable right so uh so yeah having these slightly uh slightly I suppose visually more exciting systems to, to kind of play with yeah. definitely makes it a lot of fun. That's it. Train sexy to look sexy, right? That's it. That's <laughs> the line. Nice. All right. So so yeah. So so you know you started as personal training client of mine, mm-hmm. learned all the wild woman systems, and then stole them. So <laughs> so you you are now delivering some really exciting female specific training services that have been received like so well. Like the feedback we're getting from from you know the women that are training with you, and these are these are kind of you know wild training members that have been with us for years and they i mean they, they saw you as a member first right yeah. and 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 also new clients as well so so what is like for you what's your main goal with the training that you deliver to these ladies in your wild woman you know kind of group personal training sessions uh to get them obviously feeling happy about their body how they look but also how they move and how they feel so you know you can have a fantastic looking body but not be able to move. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be able to move, you know, with fluidity and, and everything like that, you've got to train that way. So I want them to feel how they want to look, if that makes any sort of sense. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I want them to, to be able to have that freedom of expression and, and move and, and do any sort of challenge I throw at them. Yeah. So whether it is body weight or yeah. sort of weighted training, just, just, you know, be really, really happy. I think, um, you know, there's there's some like, really interesting stuff that comes from from like bodybuilding, and mm. and you know some of the best bodybuilders I know they talk about the importance of connecting to the muscle you're trying to train. So mm-hmm. so it's not just do the rep. It's like do the rep. Think about the muscle. Think about, it, yeah. think about the activation. Get yeah. it. You know, really yeah. get it. And and I guess you know to to I guess better qualify your uh, if you want to look sexy, train sexy thing. I think sometimes people are so unaware of their body shape. I always say that. Uh, I think the first thing that people uh, kind of perceive, the first impression of people isn't, you know, you're fat, you're tall, you're whatever. It's their posture. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't sit there and think, I'm going to think about this person's posture. Mm. But it is something that goes Usually. in. And there's yeah. so much that you kind of, uh, you kind of, you know, you, you absorb from somebody's posture. Like, like people talk about body language all the time. But posture really is something that people are really unaware of. And, and so I guess when you're you're doing your more artistic you know expressive kind of training that that training is something that's very hard for people to do on their own and not to to have any coaching to learn and i guess what you're doing is you're learning you're you're learning you're you're teaching your your clients how to move in a way where they can appreciate their bodies and so if you do if you do some of these like you know capoeira kind of side lunges or the motion systems nobody looks like rubbish while they're in that shape because yeah. it just looks cool yeah you know it's like those those you know people are awesome videos that you see flying around like facebook and stuff it's like you see that stuff and it's 
you know, I lift and I love strength, but not a lot of the time is it somebody doing a really heavy, slow deadlift, you know? Mm. It's somebody doing some ridiculous feat of like acrobatics with their body yeah. or, you know, break dancing or yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, when you give your clients one of these like body weight challenges, one of these positions that looks like you're defying gravity and it looks like a really pretty shape and all that kind of stuff. They go, I want to be able to do that. And then they do it and they're like, oh, I don't look like an ugly moose. This yeah, is amazing. That's it. Move right? of intention, isn't it? Move of purpose. And yeah. Just make it look pretty. So I'm forever drumming into the ladies, you know, deep in the lunges. If it doesn't look nice or doesn't feel nice, it's not going to look nice. Think about your lines, always sort of adding in sort of finesse yeah. to it as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, I was, I was talking to Elle about this. So Elle, Elle's our pole fitness instructor. And obviously another really expressive form of, of yeah, kind of bodyweight style exercise. And it's another one of those systems where people go, that's amazing. You look yeah. ridiculously strong. I want to be able to do that, but I could never do that. I don't want to do that. I can't that's try it. that. It's always, I'll never be able to do it. And you right. think, well, and you know, we didn't at first. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, I mean, these members saw you as a member and now see you as this amazing aspirational coach because you did it. You just mm -hmm. turned up every time you know regularly you had a routine you had these goals and then you learned how to smash them you didn't just try aimlessly without any guidance you know you used yeah the advice that was on offer as, as part yeah. of the wild training gym and uh and yeah smashed it and now you're doing these positions that people are like they can't go oh that's melissa she can just do that she's like an acrobat oh no she's God. not she was yeah. a member yeah. And then no. they just go, damn, I've got nothing. <laughs> I don't have it. an excuse left. They always say, oh, you must have been a dancer. No. Yeah. Oh, were you a gymnast? No. Yeah. Oh, you've been, you know, active all your life? No. <laughs> so I tell them the story of, of how I got into it and that I've only been doing it, you know, since I started coming here mid-2017. Then I took quite a bit of time off of it. And then I came back to them about 2018. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to hone in a, a little bit more, do a little bit more. But the main thing that I was um, doing a lot of was failing at it. So I used to go up there, do a position, and I would fail a thousand, a thousand and one times. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty pretty good at using that tool now of failing in my teaching. It kind of helps. Mm -hmm. So you know, I get a move now, it would take me maybe a hundred goes to get, and then I will teach the girls in the class, and they'll get it probably within that class, or maybe a couple of weeks, yeah. which is really cool to see. Um, bites me in the butt a bit because that means I just have to have more in my tank to, to yeah. give them. But yeah, so being self-taught and, and teaching myself and failing a thousand times is definitely key yeah. in progressing. Yeah, and it's, I think that's, that's something I've, I've tried to always hold on to with, with my training, with the business is I kind of, I really don't mind failing because hmm. I just know that I'm doing yeah. the right stuff then. You yeah. know, if I'm not failing... I, I always feel like I'm not trying hard enough, yeah. you know? And, and I honestly, I think that attitude can, yeah, it, it can apply to every, every part of yeah. your life. Um, and I just don't think it's a bad thing. I, I no. think uh, yeah, we, we, we've talked, you know, about the identity of the brand. And, and for me, I, I, you know, it's so hard to stick it into a sentence, right? But I think what's, what's special about Wild is it's, it's just all, <laughs> It's ordinary people. Like there's yeah, nothing special it. about us, you know? And you know, you, you started as a member, you didn't have some sort of elite athlete background. Mm. I was not the fit kid, you know? Like <laughs> I didn't do that stuff, right? I just, I don't know, I just started having fun with it. And I just yeah. did it for a long time, right? Yeah. 
and and you know we, we, we you know we talk about marketing the business as well so so you know a massive part of your role now is is control of the brand identity because you know I'm like a grenade you know I just keep mm-hmm. going off and then you have to you have to kind of work it out you know yeah. it's you become very good in interpreting my <laughs> gibberish and sending it into a message that other people understand but we, we, we're right now especially in lockdown we're looking at digital online fitness yeah. is, is growing massively you know so like what was it, uh, 2018 2019 uh, online fitness grew something like 57 percent and and right. if you compare that to the growth of like bricks and mortar gyms astronomical mm. i think bricks and mortar gyms in the uk grew something like eight percent you know yeah. uh, last year which is cool you know growing rock and roll it's probably better than it did this year uh <laughs> sure. with lockdown but uh but now it's it's, it's speeding up because yeah. lockdown's forced people to look at you know practical ways to get some decent training and wild online workouts has, has done really well. And because more people are using it, we've got a larger sample size now to go, is is the content actually any good? You know, and yeah. the feedback we're getting is ridiculous. Yeah, people are saying good. it's some of the best training they've ever done. And we've got veteran wild training members that are like, I'm getting fitter now that lockdown's happened and the gym's I gone. I, I feel fitter. <laughs> Um, that's just probably because I'm trying to do so much training, working out new yeah. programs. But uh, but you know it, it's amazing feedback, and and then we're going well. We've never actually marketed wild online mm. workouts, and so this is exciting for us because we've got this whole new era in the fitness industry where we're going. Okay, so we know what we're doing really well, and we know what we're not really shouting about very much. And so how do we communicate about wild online workouts? And in an industry that is very competitive so like we said wild online workouts has grown astronomically but everybody else's as well there's yeah. a, there's a lot of different fitness services out there you know and, and you know we, we we've talked about loads of them right there's 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 center i know is doing really well so that's chris hemsworth app there's um les mills on demand uh there's loads and and these are these are apps that you know we we really respect they're doing an amazing job and people are enjoying them yeah. but i guess you know we've talked about it and you know, I, I, I always say I'd go toe to toe with their content any day of the week, right? What we haven't had is the same, I guess, capital investment in the um, in the system so far. And that's where we're developing the native app and we're trying to create, I guess, a user experience that matches the, the quality of our content. But we're saying, how, how do we market wild online workouts against those guys? And I think it comes back to your story and my story and, and most of our members' stories. We just go, we are, we are ordinary people. We're just doing extraordinary exercise yeah. you know exercise that everybody goes i wish i could do that and our answer is cool yeah yeah we can you can yeah and and you're going to learn capoeira on wild online workouts and you're going to use the urban strength bar on wild online workouts and you're going to see these aerial conditioning systems on wild online yeah. workouts and you're like if it's cool if it's fun if it's effective and if we can get everybody into it then it's going to feature on wild online workouts and so, uh, and so that's where, you know, we talked about that, that message, didn't we, about how we're not superheroes, you know, supermodels, you know, professional athletes, XAS, SAS, you know, PTI ninjas. We're just normal people, normal people trying to help normal people have a rad time, stay healthy, stay fit, feel good, look good. All of that jazz, right? Yeah, absolutely. Rock and roll. All right. So last bit, takeaways. So, so obviously, you know, you've, you've enjoyed your training time at, yeah. at Wild Training since like 2017. And, and that's both, you know, as a member, as a, a member of staff as well. But so, you know, there's going to be, you know, a lot of women that are listening to this. Maybe 
uh, female personal trainers, maybe just ladies that are uh, looking for inspiration from somebody that's you know done a great job with their fitness. And so, of of all the stuff that you've experienced through your time training and while training, what was the biggest impact on on your fitness, your your body shape kind of thing? Do you think? So probably be the the variety in my training. So before I came here, before I trained here, I was doing the very, you know, typical thing: looking on Instagram, looking at you know free YouTube training things or very generic workouts. I had no idea why I was doing it. Um, and that's the biggest question I had well, when I started training here with you was why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Like I kept saying to you and during the wild woman. So yes, it's variety and that's the answer for women. It's, it's, you know, moving your body in different directions, challenging your mobility, coordination, your strength all at the same time, um, putting in the volume in the right places, everything like that. So variety for me was a huge, mm. huge thing. Definitely. Yeah. And I, th- I think, you know, it's really interesting talking about variety because I think like it's a complex thing to talk about, but I talk about the same thing to Lawrence Charlie, right? So Lawrence Charlie is one of our most celebrated uh, elite strongman athletes. So he's 11 times world's strongest man competitor. He won Europe's strongest man. Uh, and we were talking about the value in having a bit of variety in your training, but having kind of the right focus around that variety. And so whilst you did a lot of different things, when I was training you, it was like, these are loads of different things that do what I want you to yeah. get kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that clarity is what you learned from, you know, the Wild Woman Systems. It's what you now deliver to your, 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 your female clients. And so there's loads of different systems you're giving them, but there's that, that uh, consistent variety. language where we're going leverage. Yeah. So we, ne- we always try and use kind of leverage to progress exercise for women versus necessarily just intensity because we're going to get more synergistic mm-hmm. core muscle working. That stuff never gets that big, but it pulls your body shape yeah. in. And then we never challenge kind of strength without challenging your mobility at the same mm-hmm. time because we want to elongate those lines. Yeah. Uh, rather than kind of, you know, uh, create short stubby muscles, we, we, we lengthen everything out, almost like inspired by dancers and things like that. And then we look to load the body unilaterally mm-hmm. or contralaterally because those those patterns tend to help us create a more feminine body shape, that 3D, uh, you know, kind of uh, nice V taper to mm-hmm. the waist, all those like nice diagonal lines. And so there's three rules there. And that's that's what we do, yeah. right? That's 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 the basis of our system. And that's the, the platform that we build upon for our PT programming maps, right? And so there's loads of variety that's a completely consistent language. So your body doesn't have to listen to 10 messages. Yeah. It listens to one message, 10 ways. It's like variety around a certain goal, isn't it? You got it. And, yeah. and that focus, that consistency to your training, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most important things to get right. Because otherwise you're going, hey body, I, I want you to burn some fat, build some muscle, tone up a little bit, get a little bit fitter. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, your body's good, man. But like, yeah. give it a chance. Tell it to do like one <laughs> yeah. thing, man. So, so yeah, I think that's where having a structure, having some, some you know, concepts like the Wild Evo to stick to as a plan. And even if they're all wrong, you know what I mean? If you write down a load of like ideas and you just work out they're all wrong, at least you know they're wrong, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's, that's pretty much the last 10 years of my life. And <laughs> finally started to write down some stuff that seemed to work, right? But cool. All right, well, thanks, buddy. And thanks for listening to this episode of Chat with the Coach. This is Fitness Inside Out by Wild Training and I'm James Griffiths. If you like the show, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and other platforms. Subscribe to hear a new episode every Monday. 
Next time on the show, I'm going to be speaking to Rena Deary Smith. She's our resident yoga instructor. She does spinning. She does hit. She does everything. She's she's an amazing lady. She's a mama four. So it's going to be a very fun, very inspiring podcast. If you get to listen to that one, if you have any feedback, a question, or a topic you'd like to request for us to cover, drop us a voice message as we always listen to all of them. Your question may even feature on next week's podcast.